Welcome to the 8th day of Christmas, the 1st of January. I'm so excited about today because I want to share with you one of my heroes, or should I say heroines, Mary. The 1st of January is dedicated to the Virgin Mary, who, uh, well, let's say she hasn't really had a very nice treatment from the uh, Protestant Church. So I read. We celebrate today a magnificent world leader without whom there would be no incarnation. The Protestant Church turned its back firmly on Mary, and it's a wonder we didn't throw out the baby with the mother or the proverbial bathwater. Humans need a strong mother figure just as much as we need strong father figures. And so the Holy Spirit is not framed as female, but is called the comforter, one of the strongest characteristics of nurturing motherhood. I particularly like the way that John Lennon and Paul McCartney articulate this comforting role in that wonderful song, Let It Be. I won't read the whole thing for copyright reasons, but just a little sample to get us in the mood. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And when the broken-hearted people living in the world agree, there will be an answer. Let it be. For though they may be parted, there is still a chance that they will see. There will be an answer. Let it be. Mary's rightfully our hero, both in the Protestant and Catholic traditions and the Orthodox traditions. She's the one who said, Behold, the servant of the Lord, let it be done to me according to your word. There's a massive difference between Zacharias, and forgive me, Zacharias, I think I said Zacharias in an earlier broadcast, who is struck dumb by the angel of the Lord because of his unbelief, or potential unbelief, and Mary, who receives with meekness the implanted word. There's this set of qualities that we find in the scriptures that are lauded by God, appreciated by God. And one is humility, another one is childlikeness, and another one is this unquestioning faith in God's commitment to our well-being, which is difficult to understand in a difficult world. Let's read a little bit about Mary. Luke's Gospel. Good news. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man whose name was Joseph of David's house. The virgin's name was Mary. Having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, you highly favoured one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was greatly troubled at the saying and considered what kind of salutation this might be. And the angel said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and give birth to a son and shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. There will be no end to his kingdom. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, seeing I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come on you 
overshadow you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, also the Holy One who is born from you will be called the Son of God. Behold, Elizabeth, your relative, also has conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For nothing spoken by God is impossible. Nothing spoken by God is impossible. Nothing spoken by God is impossible. Behold, the servant of the Lord, let it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste, into a city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. She called out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the voice of your greeting came into my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfilment of the things which have been spoken to her from the Lord. And then we get one of the most famous hymns of praise in the New Testament. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit has rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he has looked at the humble state of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy is for generations and generations on those who fear him. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down princes from their thrones and has exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things. He has sent the rich away empty. He has given help to Israel, his servant, that he might remember mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his offspring forever. I think then we should be clear that Mary is meant to be the mother figure. She is the mother of God. Let's read that scripture again. And I know that sounds very Catholic. Maybe we should take the scriptures as they say. This is Gabriel, the angel saying, Therefore also the Holy One who is born from you will be called the Son of God. Does that not make Mary the mother figure and the mother of God? I understand the Protestant discomfort with venerating Mary, but we should jolly well respect her. And she will be lauded on this day and many other days throughout the year for generations to come, if we last that long, of course. This could be the end times. In Eastern philosophy, Gyan Yin, and I'm not sure about my pronunciation there, so I'll spell that for you, G-U-A-N-Y-I-N, takes the role as the sacred feminine. Her characteristics are kindness, compassion, and mercy. In the shrines and temples where she is celebrated, people allow their vulnerability to emerge, and they often weep openly. This is because at heart none of us has any resistance to kindness and unconditional love. As for me, I prefer Moomin Mama, with a kind word for every occasion and also with everything we could ever need in her TARDIS-like handbag. She provides for her family and their friends. We all need Mum 
And perhaps we all need mummy. That fundamental mother comfort that reassures us that no matter what happens, let it be. <laughs>